Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Black With No Chaser podcast. I am TK, your host, and as always, I thank you guys for tuning in. Now, this episode will be a uh, Mississippi-centric focused uh, episode talking about some of the, the things that has been going on in my home state and in my hometown this past week or two. And, uh, you know, a lot of it is local. The, you know, the, the, the biggest part of it is, is, is statewide. Uh, but all of it is sad and anti-black. Um, and, and joining me, I, I have a special guest. Uh, one of my, one of my partners, man, um, you know this guy is 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 a good dude, pro black as they come, uh, a huge supporter of black with no chasing a lot of the things that I've done, and you know just an all around good dude who really wants to see all our people prosper. So with that being said, I welcome my boy Mr. Timothy McCormick uh, to the podcast. What's up, dog? Hey, Tyrus, how you doing, man? Black with no chaser fam, how y'all doing? Oh uh, man. We good, man. You know, uh, putting in work day in and day out, man. Trying to already, already, already know. So, you know, you you've dealt with us before, man. You you was uh, one of our special uh, guests on the uh, Watch the Thrones uh, when we was doing the the weekly breakdown of that last season, man. Of our uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. Good time. <laughs> so, you know, you know how we do it, man. You know we. We do our shit unapologetically, you know, with no chaser. Right. And, you know, what we're about to talk about, it needs to be addressed as such. Um, so there's this, there's this, this facility, this bar, uh, this club bar, whatever. I've never been there personally inside. But the name of it is, uh, is Ropers. Ropers. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 the country western bar. Um, I mean, the name itself is enough for me to to stay out. Period. But you know, so they um, they came out and and basically, you know, put out this list of things you can and can't wear and what they do and basically is everything that they associate to uh, to black people, right? Uh, and you know it was it was a shooting there uh, outside. What was it outside? It was, for what I understand, it was outside. Uh, two black two black dudes got into it. Uh, one dude shot the other dude with with apparently with I don't know the full details of the case. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot released on. All I know is two guys got into it in the parking lot. You know, of course they ain't my bad scratch that. My, my bad, I'm tripping. They were they were black men. Uh, one guy shot the other guy in the face, and I don't know how, but the man Bruce Lee roared the bullet. He, the book, the, his teeth stopped the bullet. Damn. It had to have been a small caliber gun. I don't know. I'm not really no weapons expert. All I know how to do is point and shoot. But somehow the bullet got stopped by the man's teeth. Damn, he lucky. <laughs> he lucky. That's why I say the man must have had that golden glow going on outside the club that night, and Bruce Lee roared that bullet. Right. Now, and, and and I'm hoping that the guy's all right. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, he's good. He's good. I, I hate, you know, any type of unnecessary violence and shit like that as is. Now, Roper's response was basically they are not playing any type of 
hip hop music, rap music, you know, <laughs> it, anything. They say that they are strictly going back to just country western. You know, they then they threw in the, you know, the whole dress code thing, and basically it was all geared towards uh, black people. That's now right. I'm, I'm gonna just take that part right there and ask you how you feel about that. Well, the thing is, when I heard, well, first of all, I, I'm like you. I have never had no interest in stepping foot in that place. Never. I mean, when I was in high school, me and some homeboys, we heard some of the stories coming out of there, you know, and then I just never had no interest. Now, I, I honestly called it when it happened. When I seen, you know, the black crowd coming there, you know, of course, where we go, we're going to bring money. Right. When I seen the black crowd going over there, I knew it was going to be a matter of time before they wanted to do something to push us out. First of all, the first warning sign to, to us should have been they built a back patio and only played hip hop and rap music on that back patio. Now, Tyrus, I ain't no genius. And you know, well, as, as well as I know when they did that, what should have been the first sign that niggas should have had? Well, the first sign again is the name itself, right. but when they built that patio and said, okay, y'all going to be out here. There you go. Exactly. And you know, like they that in itself is saying, Hey, we really don't want to fuck with y'all, but we gonna fuck with y'all. Because we need y'all money. We want your money, but we gonna keep y'all separated from from the good Christian white folks who here listen to country music. Right, exactly, exactly. And I honestly called it when I heard that it was two black men shooting at each that, that, that when I heard it was a black on black shooting outside Rovers, I I called some friends of mine. Matter of fact, me and my me and my boy Harris, me and him talk. That next morning, he was like, I said, Harris, they finna get ready. They finna change some rules up in there. Before the day over with, I guarantee you Rope is going to have Jim Crow law going on up in there. They're right. <laughs> they not going like that. They're not going like that. They, they they looking at what happened at the Hunt Club. They looking at what happened to memories. And they in the back of their mind, they think that whenever the black crowd comes, they're going to get shut down. And, and I knew that they was going to do something to try to keep that from happening. So... To that, that was they, they put out something out there for their subtle way to keep us out of there in so many words. Right. And my whole thing is, um, and, and I, honestly, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I have no problem staying away from anywhere that does not, one, respect me as a human being. Right. Uh, two, that doesn't respect me as a black man or respect any black people. Um, so I have no problem with never setting foot up in there. Right. Me either. Uh, but what bothers me is, you know, the Negroes who capping for this shit, like who's saying that, oh man, these people, right. Y'all niggas always going somewhere, starts, you know, like, you know, putting it, the all of it on black people. Like, we are the only ones who who fight and 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 you know get drunk and this that and the third, because since that's happened, I've seen numerous videos of white people just acting a fool at this particular place, fighting and, and you know all types of shit. So that's what really bothered me, you know, about the whole thing, not what they said, but the fact that we got uh, once again our own blaming us for everything instead of putting you know responsibility on everybody who's involved right and then it's, it's a common sense thing you know how the media portrays us whenever there's something attached to a black face and something happens you're gonna see boom that black face point plastic for everybody to see 
And see, I don't know how many people know this, but you 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 aware of all the issues that happened at the Hunt Club when it was open? Yeah, some some of them. Like yeah. I hadn't been there in a while, but yeah. I see every week everybody was talking about the Hunt Club. There's the Hunt Club that, but I think I think it was WDAM or Hattiesburg American posted an article that showed the amount of 911 calls that certain night spots in Hattiesburg had. Guess what night spot led led with uh, the amount of uh, police calls? Ropers. Ropers. There you go. It wasn't exactly. a club. It wasn't members. It was damn ropers. Them boys get them Bud Lights and them Budweiser's in them, and the pool sticks get to coming out. Right. And see, you know, uh, and, and again, like, they use that situation as a means to get, get rid of rid of black folks. Right. You know, and I, I say this again. We ain't got no business that anyway. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I agree 100%. And like it bothers me because we have uh, so many black establishments downtown that we should be packing out. If if you gonna go out, you should be packing out your own people spots. You know, you got you got nostalgia uh, with 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 Cliff and them. You got uh, Blue Blue Jazz. Jazz. Uh, Malcolm has a couple of spots. Like you know. We should really be focusing on our own and not worried about them. Right. Then when you go in, when you go to all the places you name, when you go in there, the atmosphere is so much nicer. It is so much nicer. And then if you want something to eat, the food is 10 times better. Exactly. Like (laughs) they have these excellent places, you know, with great music, great ambiance that welcome us because it's by us. And honestly, they built it for us. But, you know, we some of us got to run to the other people. And, and it's, it's absurd because they don't want you there. Like, you pay to get in, they get a few dollars out of you, and then all of a sudden you a problem, they're going to throw your ass out for the smallest things. That's you damn right. Like, what was that, two years ago, they, had, they showed a video of the, of, the, of the white dude elbowing the black dude in the back of the head with four people uh, holding him down. You seen that? Yeah. <laughs> then I saw one another one that just happened. Like you have documented evidence of these people not giving a fuck about black people, but y'all right. black ass is still going there. Giving them your hard earned money. I don't I don't understand that. It just it's just illogical to me. I don't I don't get it. And like you said, you can go you can ease up downtown and these folks will greet you with open arms. They it's, want you exactly. down there. It's exactly. built for you. It's built by us. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it is it's, it's just one of them things, man. It's like some of us feel like we got to be places where we ain't wanted. Like, I don't know if it's some type of, you know, uh, status symbol type of thing or, or, or whatever it is. But, like, I'm good by not being there. I'm great, actually, by not going there. Right. You know, everything ain't meant for everybody, man. And these people have made it abundantly clear. Like, I'm I'm 41 years old, dog. And I've been hearing about this place for 30 years, mm-hmm. at least 30 years, about we ain't got no business being in there. Period. At all. You got you got some of us coming up in there. You know, we you know we got our we got our different swag. We up at the bar talk, talking to their women. And you know in the background, Billy Joe and Bob and them in the background steaming. They hot. Cause and, we all in their women face. They hot. Exactly. And it ain't that we in their face. Is it's usually the other way around. That's right. That's right. 
you know, oh, show, show, show me that dance move again. Come out here and dance with me. All that kind of stuff like that. Exactly. Like and good old boys back there in the background in the cut, balling, steaming up a storm. What the, what he doing over there talking to her like that? What he doing? Man. <laughs> like, like it's, it's crazy, man. And you know, for, for those of you who, who listen, whether you in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, anywhere, Mississippi, anywhere in the South, anywhere, period, man, stay y'all asses out of these places that don't want you exactly please 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 spend your money with somebody that wants you there like not only that but it and because when trouble pop off it tends to end terrible for the Mm -hmm. black people involved that's true whether it's them beating you down you getting a bullet in your ass or a night in jail it 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 tends to not work out for us so you know, just stay the fuck out. Period. One word, like you said before, Ropers. Why are you clubbing in a spot called Ropers? A country western spot named Ropers. <laughs> in the deep south. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bruh. So listen, man, you know, uh as as the other things, you know, been going on, stay Mississippi, man. Um and one is is one thing that like we and we and I say we, you know, black with no chaser, like we was all over from the jump. Like we mm-hmm. broke we really broke this shit. Y'all did. Uh, you know, and that's the the situation of the MDOC, the whole prison system, uh, you know, Leaksville, Walthall, all of them, but more importantly, parchment, the the main one. Um and we we did the story. Uh, we had pictures. We had videos. Like we was getting sent a bunch of stuff by a bunch of people. Uh, and what's crazy is we we was talking about this way last year. Y'all were. I remember following the story. Y'all broke it. You know, we had some good pictures. Y'all, the black widow spiders in the cells, all of that. Yeah. So like we was talking about, uh, you know, the the rodent infestation, the moles on floors and walls, contaminated drinking water. Uh, you know. Uh, it being understaffed, uh, little to no viable health care available. The, the mm-hmm. food was just horrible, um, you know. And then you had, I, I mean, and all of that is a recipe for disaster. That's right. And end of the last year, you know, end of December, first of the year, disaster struck. It did. Um, you know, we had in a matter of a few days, uh, maybe a week, we had four to five people get killed, uh, dozens injured, uh, you know, multiple fights. Uh, I mean, you had just so many stories that, you know, came out about it. Uh, and a lot of people was talking about it. And those uh, are the ones that we know of, that, that we know of, you know, to it, what to keep it exactly. hiding from. Exactly. Like there's no transparency. At all. With the MDOC, uh, the the gov- Phil Bryan, the governor of Mississippi, on some some bullshit, uh, and I talked about that, you know, last week on uh, colonizing nonsense and and whatnot. Uh, but what what what's your take on that situation? I, I'm asking you that about this part before I get to the the second part of. It. Well, it's like you said, this 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 ain't something the, the problem that's going on with MDOC 
this is this this is something that's been stewing. I mean, I don't want to say stewing. That's been brewing in the pot for years to come now, and it all starts with our elected officials. Which I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to that in just a second. All right, I don't. Uh, last year, me and a friend of mine went to a town hall meeting with Jay Hughes. Uh, he was running for lieutenant governor. And we were in Leesville, and the one person that was there was a young lady that worked at Leesville. And she talked to him about how undermanned and how understaffed the prison was. And she was basically like, at our jail, you have men who stayed next door to Leesville in Alabama. They retired from that, from, from that state, then they come to Leesville and work as a correctional officer. Now, she said they operated below 40%. And Jay Hughes made the point that he was like, you know what, you're not the first state I, uh, ran jail that I've talked to that say you're operating at under 40%. I knew then it was gonna be a disaster. You can't expect to keep all these men where they need to be and keep eyes on them at all times with them kind of numbers. This is just no way possible. And then she was saying that there was there were days that they were locked in their cells at 22, uh, 20, 22 hours a day. Now you expect these men to sit there in that cell amongst each other with no yard time, no time out in the sun, and nothing to pop off, and you undermanned and understaffed, you asking for it. You asking for it. Right. Like, <clears throat> and, and you know, I mean, they are severely understaffed. But what makes it even worse is that, like, the people that they do have working there are getting paid pennies, dog. They getting paid pennies, and what do they do when they need to make up for those pennies? <laughs> exactly, like, and and this is this is any job, man. Um, if you as a worker are not being properly compensated for the the amount of work that you're doing, the hard work that you know you putting in, mm -hmm. the, the adverse conditions that you know you facing, all you doing is you you done checked out. All you doing is getting the check. That's it. You doing the minimal amount possible to keep that job, but you don't give a fuck. And in a situation like that, you know, the prison system where, you know, you got these people who are trained, they, you know, came up talking people out of everything. Like they've talked you or coerced somebody or threatened somebody into doing all types of shit, mm -hmm. you know, I can get you this. I can get you that. Like I, I know people who, who's you know I've talked to directly that been like, man, these motherfuckers proposition me to do this and try to get me to do that, you know. But when you got somebody who's not making any money and somebody tell you I got an easy way for you to make some easy money, all you got to do is holler at my ball on the outside and do this and this, and they're gonna take care of you, or whatever it is, they they go for it. They're gonna go for it. They're gonna go for it. And it's like you said, you can't blame them. I mean, you see, you you working for a you working for a state agency. They don't care nothing about you. They're not paying you nothing. And then, it's, like I, I put it on my Facebook page today, uh, Jerry Mitchell is an investigative reporter for Clarion Ledger, probably one of the best in the nation. And um, I watched a YouTube video with him yesterday where he was exposing some of the numbers that have been going on in MDOC. And he said the same thing you said is a recipe for disaster. It's been brewing for a long time. But he made the point that. Mississippi should be operating with over 1,300 uh, correctional officers. Currently, right now, we're uh, operating with like, I, I can't remember the exact number, but it's 600 something. It's below 50%. Damn. And, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's bad, my boy. We're operating at below 50%, and out of that 50% that we have employed, 65% of the COs employed are women. 
Now, nobody's saying that women can't pull their weight and all that kind of stuff. Nobody's saying that. He said the men are flat out, outright scared to work in the pre in, as a correctional officer. And then to top it off, the starting salary for a correctional officer with a college degree is below $27,000. Oh, that ain't going to cut it. That ain't going to cut it. You expect somebody to get up out their bed every morning, drive down here and deal with men who have been mistreated. They're getting fed slop. They're getting bit by black widow spiders. They're not getting medical treatment. You expect somebody to get up out their bed every morning, go down there and deal with that for $27,000 a year. It's not even that after taxes. Come on, man. Not going to happen. Dog, like, <clears throat> and, and, and like out here, uh, you know, where I'm in Texas, man, um, like I know some people who are correctional officers and, you know, they first year in the game, they fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. Like, All you know, time. yeah, like, like I know, I know somebody who makes 75 right now who hadn't been doing it a long ass time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and. And they like the money, but that, that money also keeps them grounded to where they first thing they you know how we get, man. I ain't finna lose my job over no bullshit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, so I mean, goddamn, and now when you got places like, you know, Chick-fil-A and and, and all them paying paying twelve, thirteen dollars an hour, they was like, shit, I can go, you know, drop fries and burgers and shit and be a lot safer and make goddamn near the same money. Under the AC wear uniform. You know, so like the, the state got a bunch of work to do, man. They and, and then you know, uh, you had the the, the commissioner MDOC, uh, Miss Policia Hall. You know, mm-hmm. she she's a black lady. She stepped down, but last year she went to the state capitol and went to these lawmakers and she asked for money to help. She asked for more money to fix this shit, and not only did they tell her no. They gave her less than what they normally give. Sure did. Jerry Mitchell pointed that out. They cut the budget even more. And guess who the scapegoat is right now with all this stuff going on? Uh, exactly. That's why <laughs> she said, fuck this. I'm I'm out. You know? And and, and and this is no endorsement on her because I don't know everything that went down, you know. But what we do know is that she did indeed go and ask these people for help. And they said, no. Nah, and now it's all on her. Like it, it's documented what what she told them. She told them that you know she can't, she can't run it being understaffed like this. She sure did. I've been reading about that. So, you know, that's that's how it is. You know, um, and like this this whole prison situation, it it started a a lot of. A lot of stuff. It is. Um, you know, the 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 governor, Phil Bryant, you know, he he basically and I don't know how he just put this all on the streets of Jackson. Like he flat out, you know, tried to correlate the two instead of dealing with the situation head on, you know, of course he blamed just the inmates. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh and and, and don't get me wrong. The inmates have a lot to do with the fights and all of that. But at the same time, like you said, you got these people in this bottleneck of just bullshit and anger. Eventually, the top going to explode. That's like, it. you know, uh, 
our systems are not promoting rehabilitation at all. At all. Our system is only promoting recidivism. You know, like these boys go in, these men go in, and the chances are very high that they coming back because they are not functioning human beings after the inhumane shit that they forced to deal with in parchment. It just ain't happening. It's not. That's, that's, that's the key thing right there. You just said rehabilitation. People fail to realize the overall goal of prison is supposed to be to rehabilitate. And that's not what's going on with the men in there right now. It's, right. They're, not, they're not being rehabilitated. And I try to get somebody to realize today, oh, well, you, they shouldn't have did this. They shouldn't have did that. Man, you got to understand, everybody in that jailhouse are not cold-blooded killers. You got guys enough marijuana trafficking, stuff like that. They in jail, but the man that, that, that drove the boat over here to get it to him walking around here free. Exactly. You got innocent people walking around prison, man. Everybody in there is not no cold-blooded Charles Manson. It's, it's, it's not like that. Man. And, it, it, you know, that what you just said made me think about some. Uh, so, you know, Jay-Z and Rock Nation came out, you know, said they was going to sue the state. Uh, uh, Yo God, it was a part of that, too. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe that, that they did. The, the wheels are already set in motion. It is. So it came out and then, you know, uh, the internet is full of idiots, man. <laughs> who you tell? You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's full of opinionated idiots who, you know, don't research for themselves or, or, or think blindly or, 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 you know, act blindly because somebody else said it. So they just hop on without thinking for themselves. So anyways, uh, the shit came out, and I saw well this 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 guy, this white guy. I'm not gonna say his name or whatever, but he said uh, instead of you know Jay Z and them you know suing the state, how about they show people how to stay out of prison? Boy, boy, boy. Now, what really bothered me, I I, I was bothered less by what this this fool said, and I get back to my feelings on him and his uh, idiot thought. But I was bothered more by all the Negroes just saying, oh, yeah, that's big facts. Like, you know, that's the truth. That's, you know, you right, man. That that <laughs> bothered me more than anything, bro. Like, first of all, let me just say, Tim, that if you do a crime, you deserve to go to prison. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about that. If you, you know, you deserve to go. Um, but I also think that the punishment should not be cruel and unusual uh, as per the Eighth Amendment, and it should not be inhumane. Now, you got these people again in the whole in parchment and other places uh, they not only fighting off angry other you know other angry inmates. They fighting off you know getting attacked by goddamn rats at night and, mm-hmm. and you know spiders and you know getting sick from you know poisonous water and like black mold will kill you. It will. You ain't got no business healing that over and over again. You know. So and then they walking around and you got you know water on the floors with with traces of feces like all all kind of bullshit. But you know these Negroes are, are telling this this man and what he said. Uh, it, you know it's it's big facts, and 
I saw quite a few people that said, you know, well, if you don't want to deal with it, don't go to prison. <laughs> and that had to be one of the most ignorant statements I, I have heard in a long time, dog. To just say, that's how it works. Just, just don't go. Um, but we we going to ignore the fact that uh, and, and you know we see a lot of people getting exonerated mm-hmm. uh the innocence project and, and and all of that of all the people you know who who uh well not all but in in this particular study that I saw about race and crime and they looked at the national registry of exonerations right yeah and of all of these people that were exonerated, 48%, you know, for being innocent, 48% of those people were black. Wow. So, so we talking about almost half of all exonerations are black men and women. But you got these niggas talking about they only there because they did crime. No, nah, that's a lot more to it than that. And I was telling these folks, I'm like, Y'all sitting here agreeing and egging on this white dude who, and I'm just being honest, he ain't going through the same shit that we would go through. Like, if me and him both committed the same crime, neither one of us had a previous record, we committed the same exact crime under the same exact circumstances, it's guaranteed I would get more time than he would. No doubt about it. Guaranteed. Like, you know, these people not looking at the whole picture, man. And that's what bothers me. So much more to it than that. I don't understand why everybody feels like everybody's locked up behind bars or some kind of cold-blooded serial killer. It's, it's, it's not like that. You got a lot of people walking around in there right now that just got a raw deal. I mean, point blank period. They were told one thing in their plea deal and they get to sentencing, there was a whole nother, a whole nother ball game. I know I, 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 somebody I'm close to that happened to them. That happened to them. This man was in his right state of mind. He committed a crime. Didn't even, didn't receive no proper mental evaluation. None of that. No expert came in and talked to him. They got some state appointed person to come talk to him. Ten minutes, he come through. And what you think that guy gonna say? The state paid him. He gonna say whatever they tell him to. Exactly. Fucking exactly. And and like look look at this last brother man uh and his his name slips my mind right now but the the guy who went to jail for a misdemeanor some some little petty shit and he had a cell phone and he basically you know he told them about the cell phone because he he asked for it to get charged he didn't. Basically, they gave this man 12 years for having a cell phone in jail. Say what? Yeah. And the, 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 the courts ruled that it was fair. This brother got 12 years. And the, the sick part about it was, like, one of the, the, the judges on the, the, the I, I think it was the uh, state highest court, basically said that, you know, the dude, he felt like the dude didn't, didn't know, you know, there was no malice or any ill intent with him having a phone, you know, he wasn't using the phone to commit any other type of crime, you know, 
basically they just said he got a raw deal, but fuck him. That's basically what happened. <laughs> but you got, you know, you got these Negroes that just follow suit, man. And it that bothers me, like I said, more than what the others would say because they don't they don't they don't face the same shit that we have to face, dog. They don't. And then it's it's so much more going on behind the scenes that they aren't aware of. Like Phil Brand, Tate Reeves, the whole gang, they don't give a shit about no state ran prison. They don't. They focus on privatized prisons. And and you y'all in BWNC, y'all have ran reports on this before where you talk about how these private these private prisons, they're using the cheap labor from them to uh put put money in their own pocket. Right. That man don't give a damn about no state ran prison. His he, his main focus is on charter schools and uh uh privatized prisons because his campaign donors all probably own the damn things. Right. That's like right now, um I forgot how many inmates it was, but so many of them were transferred over to a private prison. And you right now you got taxpayer money going to those private prisons and uh doing all this and that, and I'm not sure how the money's gonna be allocated, but you know there's some kind of under-the-table talk going between that private prison owner or owners in our state officials. I, you know, what's crazy, I was just about to say that. Like, Policia Hall asked for, you know, X amount of dollars to help alleviate the situation. They said, no, this shit popped off, and now they paying $2 million to house these prisoners right now in a private that's how, prison. That's how much it is. I forgot how much it was. You're exactly right. That's how much it is. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Make that make sense to me, you know, officials. Where the money come from? She couldn't get it, but all of a sudden, boom, $2 million right there. Where'd it come from? Exactly. Like, you know, man, it, it's, it's all one big game to them. The school to prison pipeline is real, mm-hmm. whether people want to admit it or not. And when they get you in that pipeline, they're going to do whatever it takes to keep you, man. Like, That's I know right. some dudes that went in, you know, they came out a lot different, dog. And I and you know they went on on some petty, non-violent type of shit, but came out crazy for for lack of a better word, man. Sad but true. And it's you know it's that bullshit, dog. Like we gotta do better as as a, as a nation. We gotta do better as a state. And this is why I tell y'all. Fuck these pres- fuck the presidential elections. Y'all need to be worrying about these local and state representatives, these local and state elections, because that uh, those are the people who really have your lives in their hands. Like they they shit that they do directly affects you sure on your daily life, man. Man, after this last gubernatorial election, man, some of the stuff that I saw posted on Facebook and I heard coming from the mouth of of, of, of us, bro, it, it, it was really depressing. I couldn't believe some of the stuff that I was hearing. I, I'm like, do you, are you aware of what you're saying? Like, I'm gonna read this one post right here. When you go vote, you're taking the power from one person and giving it to someone else. You can't be a voice if it's on paper. Voting <laughs> proclaims you can, here's another one. Voting proclaims you cannot govern oneself. You need someone else to govern you. You are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. Now, first of all, <laughs> I, I understand, I don't understand none of that. Now, you do realize what you're saying is stupid. 
you, you can't post this on Facebook, then turn around and go around and post a picture of how disgusted you are with the prisons. Exactly. Like not you, making sense. Man, these, these ignorant motherfuckers be contradicting themselves because of their own ignorance. And, you know, like, they be they they worried about Trump and, and first of all fuck him that's that's neither here nor there but you know how I feel about him oh, but no I doubt. I don't worry about him I I worry about you know your your Phil Bryan's your Tate Reeves you know I worry about uh you know the city council I worry about the mayor because the mm-hmm. mayor picks the police chief the police chief hire these officers the officers either do their job or they terrorize and beat down our people in these neighborhoods, putting them into the same goddamn system that we talking about. Like, it's all full circle, man. But these people are too busy worrying about the other shit and not the real shit. Not realizing they're part of the damn problem. Exactly. And with, with, and, and with that line, I, I'm going to leave it alone. Now, by, by the way, that that was a good talk, man. You know, uh, again, yeah, appreciate you stopping by to talk about it, man. But now I'm about to ask you about something that, you know, uh, might hurt you a little more than what we was just talking about. Oh, uh, it's got to be sports related. Got to be. I'm going to just say. <laughs> I <laughs> got to be. It's got to be. I know it. I'm going to just say I told you. So, you know, I don't, you know me, Tim. I don't like saying I told you so. But I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to jump out there now and tell you, say I told you so about your boy Carson Wentz. You did, you did, and you know, like I know me, you, me, and you went back and forth probably all season long. I defended the man, I defended him, I defended him, and once again, he ended up hurt. I mean, granted, it was a freak thing, but from my knowledge, from what I understand about concussions and stuff like that, some people are more prone to them than others. I'm not no medical doctor, I don't know, but I, he 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 showed a lot of promise towards the end of the year. And I'd be darned the big game come around. You end up hurting the first quarter. We paid him too soon. Without me me going to a long preamble, we paid the man too soon. And see, and and that was – Like you told me. That was my thing. Like, you know, me and you, we we never went back and forth about his talent. Like, I I never doubted his talent because, you know, the dude can play. But I told you, man, that boy is Mr. Glass. And they paid him at least a year and a half too early. Like, I told you, I would have waited to his fifth-year option to see, like, you know, I need to see you make it through, through your first four years. And I pick up that fifth-year option, and then I'm going to sign you from there. But I got to see you make it. And he ain't made it. He ain't going to make it. This is year three, and he he back on the IR. And the way this concussion happened, man, and some of the stuff that I heard, he could be feeling this for months and months and months. Mm-hmm, I saw that. So, you know, that's that's crazy, man. Now, speaking of football, did, did you catch into the playoff games this, this past weekend? Oh, man, yeah. It was, it was a couple of snoozers, but uh, that Green Bay and Seattle game helped me, helped, helped me wake up a little bit. Now, I don't even want to talk about Houston because that, that right there was an outright disgrace. Oh, That was a disgrace, man. Man, listen. <laughs> that was one of the most epic shits shits I've seen. In the, like, you can't put it up there with the 28-3 because it was the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, so Falcons fans, y'all got to hold off a little bit. You still hold. You still got the lead. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> they still holding that L, dog. Like, that's theirs. Because it, it was the Super Bowl, you know. But, dog, 
You up 24 nothing in the first quarter. The first quarter. 24 zip. And you let these folks run out 41 straight points. 41. Like, like it was nothing, dog. And I, I just couldn't believe it. I it got to the point where I just stopped watching. I, I thought I was watching somebody on Madden. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, you was. It, it was Pat Mahomes. It was like he was sit back playing Madden, dog. That's him and Kelsey. They they killed them boys, man. And wasn't it? Didn't it? Wasn't it one time they scored like three touchdowns in three minutes? Didn't they do that in the first half? Yep, three touchdowns, three and a half minutes. Man, Bill O'Brien is lucky to still have a job. I promise you, if I was any kind of GM or owner, he'd be on the first thing smoking out of Houston. First of all, you're not protecting Deshaun Watson. That dude gets hit way too many times. And people can't say he don't stay in the pocket. The dude do his thing from in and out the pocket all the time. Exactly. You're not protecting him. You're not calling plays to benefit his strengths. I mean, and then you blow that kind of lead, and people already seen your team choking the playoffs. What are you doing? Choking some more. Wait, then I just realized something. You went for a fake punt when you were up 17 points. Oh, dog. His... <laughs> First of all, when they went for it, uh they was up 24 nothing. Why would you why would you not kick the field goal and protect that lead? I don't I don't understand. Oh, like it, was, it was like 24-7, whatever it was. They should have kicked the ball, kicked the field goal. Extend your lead, give, give your team more time to rest, and get get another game plan together. Something I don't really hear you get going to this fight. I don't know. Cause soon as they fucked that up, it, it, the floodgates was open. It Can't was a wrap after that. It was it was a wrap. That momentum changed and it never left. So you got uh, you got you got Green Bay taking on San Francisco. You got um, you got Kansas City taking on uh, Tennessee. Who you got going to the Super Bowl? I honestly, people might think I'm crazy, but I actually like Green Bay and San Fran. I really do. I think the Packers are gonna come in with a different mindset and a better game plan. I really do. When they, the first time they went out there, I feel like they were overwhelmed. San Fran was on the road. They were playing with a chip on their shoulder because people were saying they hadn't played nobody and all this and all that. I think Green Bay comes out with a better game plan. And I wouldn't put it past Tennessee beating uh, Kansas City. But if, if I'm, I'm going to say Kansas City. But, uh, but I'm still – Tennessee playing with a lot of momentum right now. We don't, when Tannehill might get out there and throw for three, 400 yards, who knows? Right. Um, man, I'm going to just be real, man. I, I don't see – I don't see Tannehill beating both uh, Watson, no, both Jackson and Mahomes. Like, I, I think this is far as they go, man. You think I, so? I, I just think I just think Kansas City offense is just on another level, dog. Yeah, it's too spectacular. That's the perfect word for them. Spectacular. You know, yeah, and I and I mean. You know, you got Derrick Henry, man, who who made history himself. Uh, you know, first running back to rush for 180 plus three straight games. Um, but though, Kansas City is a motherfucker, man. They they really are. So AFC, I'm taking Kansas City. NFC, 
I got to go with A-Rod, man. I, I think A-Rod was sneaking that, too. I think the boys coming up with a better game plan, man. I really do. I, I really, really do. And and this ain't no knock on on Green. I mean, on on San Francisco, man, because you know they they have a a great team, man. Um, I just think for this particular game, it's gonna really come down to quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I got to go with Green Bay. But it it won't be a a, a blowout. I, I think it's gonna be you know on some. 27, 24 type of shit. 24, 20 type of, you know what I'm saying? Especially if A-Rod get that ball back with two minutes left and no timeouts. Exactly. He going to score. <laughs> like, he going to score. You know, that's and, and, and that's that's the reason why. So I got I got Green Bay. I got Kansas City going to the Super Bowl. And I, I'm a whole off, you know, right there. I, I ain't going to predict no further than that. I got to see if, if they all make it out without injuries. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I'm going to hold it right there. I can see it. A rematch of, Super, of the first Super Bowl, right? Yeah, and that would be that would be crazy. Like, the rematch of the first Super Bowl in the 100th anniversary season. Like, you know, they, they would love to play off. The NFL would love to advertise the playoff of that shit, dog. It would be a big payday. I'm sure they had, I mean, you know, they had several of them already. It'll be a good payday. Yeah, no doubt. What well, do you think about the? My, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What do you think? I, I've been meaning to ask. You, I never got your opinion on it. Um, what do you think about that meltdown in Baltimore, man? Um, I I think um, I just think Tennessee had a a better game plan. For, well, for one, um, dog, they they knew how to play Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know who 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 came up with it, but they knew they knew how to do it. So, it, I was I was kind of uh, I was kind of shocked by it though. Like I, was I, I didn't expect it to go down like that. And you know what's crazy is Lamar still did his thing. Dude had five hundred total yards. One man wrecking crew out there. But you know, um, I don't know, man. I I, I think I, I was more shocked by how the defense just got manhandled by by Derrick Henry. You know, um, like he he basically won the game for him because Tannehill only got you eighty eight yards. He only completed what it was what seven passes? Seven, seven passes. So uh, you know, I, I was I was just more surprised by by Derek Henry just demolishing him, man. Um I mean dude ran for one ninety five and two TDs and he threw one. Like, what can you do with that? Nothing. And then his his running style and his his power, his strength, his speed, the man is a beast. That's the that's word to give him. Beast. He's a beast. And then that yeah. one run, he turned Earl Thomas into a lead blocker. You seen that? Yeah. On that th- <laughs> on that third and one? Yeah. Like, they had him third and one, and he busts off for 67 yards. You know, um, like, I he he is the bus 3.0. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's like a bigger beast mode, to be, to be honest. Like, you know, he hard to tackle. But I think he he's fa- he's fast in beast mode. 
He run like what, like a four five? Four, four, yeah, four, he four, run four, five. He run four four five, four five somewhere up in there. But like, dude, like six three, six four, two fifty. Like that's man, that ain't fair. That shit ain't fair at all, dog. At and all. Then his vision, his 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 vision. Once he gets the ball, he can find the hole easy. He's quick with his cuts. He's he, what more can you ask for out of a running back? Nick can do everything except fly. That's it. <laughs> that's it. The hook like, of the football. Yeah, like I don't. I wouldn't want to see him. That's that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say, dog. I wouldn't want to see him. But I, I do think Kansas City still gonna pull it out. I think so too. I, they, I think they gonna they gonna get it. They gonna get it. I, I think it'll be. I don't think they gonna blow out Tennessee, but I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good game. No think doubt. Blow out? Nah. Nah, I, I I see. Well, I could see them. I could see them winning by like eight, eight to ten. I can mm-hmm. see that. I mean, noble. shit, man. Kansas City was down twenty four and hung fifty on on Houston, so mm-hmm. I I can see it. You know. But uh, hey, man. You know, um, I know I I told you before we got on, man. Uh, you know, I appreciate you. Uh, coming on to chop it up with me and, you know, talk about some things, man. And, you know, you, as always, you welcome to stop by, man. Uh, I, I know you coming up with a, with a podcast of your own pretty soon. So, you know, I'm going to be there to support you, bring you on, let you talk about it, promote it, all that shit, man. Cause you know, we look out for one another. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I appreciate it, TK, man. Like I told you, I was nervous, so forgive me if I was a little choppy you know, with some of my, my, my feedback, man. But, you know, it was my first one. I'm trying to get a feel for it. And kept, I didn't really know what to expect, but, you know, you uh, you, you helped me out pretty, pretty real good, man. Oh, no no doubt, man. I, uh, I've i been doing it for a minute, man, and just it's just something I enjoy doing, man, interacting with people, talking to people, um, you know, giving any little knowledge that I've learned uh, – you know, it's it's all it's all about helping my people, man. Teaching my people, um, you know, reaching out to my people, let them know, you know, the the real. Because you know, we not we not getting it in the schools. We are not getting it mm-hmm. at work. You know, history ain't kind to us. So you know, I feel like in order for us to you know fix our future, we have to deal with it in the present and, and learn from our past and, and, and just get better. So that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Right. That's right. Respect. So, uh, you got any important words for everybody, man, before we ease out of here? Well, to all my black with no chaser, friends and family, thank y'all for having me. Um, I enjoyed it. Like I said, forgive me if I sounded like, um, I was stuttering like, uh, your boy on Harlem nights. Um, I'm new, I'm new to this, uh, bear with me a little bit. And uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all for having me. No doubt. So, folks, on uh, on behalf of Black With No Chaser, on behalf of my special guest, Mr. Tim McCormick, on behalf of myself, uh, the Culture Sports Podcast, Black With No Chaser, uh, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out our website, www.blackwithnochaser.com. You can also get some of the dopest flies gear on our website. Uh you know, just just thank you all for the love and the support, and we're going to keep doing it. So, that being said, as always, I'll see you guys next week.